Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Muppet fans out there, this is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. That's right, folks. It's time for Muppet Mania. It's time to have some fun. It's time to thank the Muppets for everything they've done. Well, as you can probably guess, I'm an avid Muppet fan who's very happy that their new film titled simply The Muppets opens tomorrow thanks to Walt Disney Studios. So in honor of these wonderful entertainers today, we'll be bringing on Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy to discuss their latest movie roles. Plus, Morgan Lawrence and Danielle Dyer are joining us to share their picks for favorite Muppet characters, Muppet movies, and Muppet TV episodes. While we're waiting for Kermit and Miss Piggy, let's check with Morgan, who is serving as our chat wrangler today uh, because uh, Nikki wasn't able to make it, to see if the chat room is open and ready for listeners to sign in. Morgan, are all systems go in the chat room? All systems are going in the chat room, and we've got a number of guests in there. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's about a dozen guests. Uh, Cookies Gonzalez is in there, Molo911, and, of course, my friend Shiny Days is in there as well. And I'm being told that um, that Nikki will be along shortly. She's uh, running across the parking lot as we speak. Oh, great. I hope she doesn't fall and trip because she's a big Muppet fan, just like uh, like you and, and Danny and I are. And we really do uh, thank the chatters for participating, as well as our other listeners for tuning in. Now, um, Morgan, I know that you're, um, you're a big uh, Muppet fan, so why do you think the Muppets have remained popular for so long? Well, I think the appeal of all the variety of characters and the different uh, characters in the Muppets and the way they communicate and and extend themselves appeals to so many different people that it's um, it's not as refined as most cartoons where it aims at one or two particular things. There's a dozen different major characters here as well as the uh, audience participants, and that uh, that makes a, a wide variety of people love the Muppets and, and want to follow them for so many years. Well, I think that's uh, very, very true, and uh, the appeal is universal and to all and to all uh, age groups. But, Danny, um, do you have anything to add to that as to why you think the Muppets have been popular for so long? Well, 
I kind of agree. It is universal. It's great for all ages, especially if you grew up with the Muppets. You know, you're going to love them when you're an adult. And it's something that can be passed on to your kids, too. I think that's very true. Yeah, it's it's uh, and we we're certainly doing that and you know it's just so amazing to think that Jim Henson by the way who's I think just who was a complete genius but that he created the muppets way back in the mid 1950s he and he coined the muppet name from two words marionette and puppet and he said he just liked the sound of muppet and look how far the muppets have come since then they've not only become stars of a successful tv series and several films but some of them are celebrities in their own right i didn't realize it but i was doing research for the for the show today kermit even has a star on the hollywood walk of fame yes and the muppets are well known throughout the world now world now I, I just think that they definitely deserve all this recognition, and that's why I can hardly wait to talk with Kermit and Miss Piggy as soon as they get here. But since they haven't arrived yet, Danny, I'd like to take the time to thank you for finding that fun, fun Muppet music for us. Oh, thanks. It really did. It really did perk me up, you know, that we had that we have that uh, to use. And I, I should point out that that particular music comes from the song that always opened the Muppet TV show. But sometimes I can't stop it from running around in my brain because it's so catchy, and I, I, wish, I, could, I wish I could carry a tune and, and sing that song today because Kermit and, and Miss Piggy and you aren't know that here song, yet. That song is recognized all around the world, no matter where you go. If you play that song, kids and adults automatically recognize that it's a Muppet theme song and they start looking around for uh, the characters. I, yeah, you're you're right about that. And the the lyrics are just so appropriate for the, you know, for the type of uh television show that the that the Muppets had because it was what sort of a vaudeville burlesque ty- type of show. Yeah, it was it was vaudevillian in, in nature. Uh and and I think that um you know, Vaudeville will probably never die as long as that theme song is still roaming the earth. Roaming <laughs> and roaming the earth that it is. And I I do wish that I, I I could sing it today, but I my friends tell me that I can only sing one note. So so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read a few of the lyrics to remind us um, and listeners who may not have heard the the complete lyrics how great they are so you can just imagine Morgan and Danny and listeners that I'm that I'm singing this I mean I'm singing it in my heart but but here's here are the words it's time to play the music it's time to light the lights it's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet show tonight it's time to put on makeup it's time to dress up right it's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight. And then there's some more lyrics, and the final line is always this one. It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Muppetational. That is what we call the Muppet Show. And that, don't you think, Morgan, that's just appropriate for what they did on their television show? Oh, absolutely. It's... I, it's um it was it was non predictable chaotic calamity fun 
and that was the best way to describe the show because uh, even when you thought you knew what was going to happen, you never did, and that was what made it new every week. You tuned in I just know. to see what they were going to do. And and all of the guests that they had on the show and the great musical numbers that they did. I was watching one on YouTube this morning um, because I wanted to see Madeline Kahn with the Muppets. And uh, we're going to be doing a tribute to uh, the late Madeline Kahn for our next show. And I wanted to see what she was like with the Muppets. And I got the episode that she was in on YouTube. And guess what? At the beginning, there was... Kermit tap dancing to Happy Feet, and I had forgotten. Oh my god! I had forgotten. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that, and of course you couldn't see his little feet, but you could hear the tap tap tap, and then you could see his little arms going, you know, to the music, and and it was just delightful. And uh, of course Madeline Kahn was just her, you know, her great funny self, and um, it was always some guest who you didn't expect would be would be good with the Muppets and they were they were just great. And I, I want to talk about that uh, a little bit later too. Um but and now ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute. I believe one of our special guests has arrived, so let's hear a bit of that catchy music again to bring him on. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters, Kermit. Thank you for inviting me. I heard this is a fun show, so I've been looking forward to being here. We do have a lot of fun here, and we're so glad you could join us, especially on the day before the opening of your new movie. We're hoping Miss Piggy will be here a little later. This must be an exciting time for all you Muppets. Yes, it's very exciting. You know, we haven't made a big screen movie for about 12 years, so we're all kind of nervous. Oh, Kermie, you know the excitement doesn't phase moi at all. I'm such a big star now. I simply let my fans adore me more. Hi, Miss Piggy. I wasn't expecting you so early in the show, but it's such a treat to meet you. Of course it is, dear. Hello, everyone. Kissy, kissy. And you don't look a bit older than in your last film. What's your secret? Now, it wouldn't be a secret if I told you, would it, dear? Don't you agree, Kermie? Oh, uh, I suppose you're right, Piggy. That's Miss Piggy to you, Frog. Well, Miss Piggy and Kermit, now that both of you are with us, I want to ask you some questions about your new film. Kermit, you've played some interesting characters in the Muppet movies, like Bob Cratchit and Captain Smollett. And you play yourself again, though, in the Muppets film opening tomorrow. I'm curious about which character you enjoy doing the most. I think me is my favorite part. Acting-wise, I really stretch to play me. And you do it so well, Kermit. But I understand you had to be quite dramatic in this new movie because you're trying to bring the Muppets back together to save the Muppet Theater. Is that right? Yes, for example, in one scene, I walked through the halls of the big mansion looking at portraits of my Muppet friends and missing them. It was very emotional, and I hope it proves those critics wrong 
who wrote things like the Frog Candy Moat. I'm sure glad I never wrote anything like that, Kermit. And Miss Piggy, I'm told you're playing plus-size editor of Vogue Paris, and you get to show off your fashion sense with readers all over the world. How do you feel about that new role? Well, I'm sure no one but moi could play this high-powered, gorgeous scene-stealer. I actually saved the day and went Kermie's hen. Don't I, Kermie, dear? Oh, yeah, I uh, smell an Oscar, pig. Uh, I mean, Miss Piggy. Oh, Kermie, I smell it, too. Hey, 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 folks. There's more than drama and glamour in this new flick. Don't forget the comedy. Oh, my gosh. It's Fozzie Bear. I didn't know you could make it today, Fozzie. Thanks for dropping by. Someone had to liven things up, so here I am. Good for you, Fozzie. What were you doing before Kermit got you involved in his plans to save the Muppet Studio? Well, as you know, I live to make people laugh. So I took my stand-up act, my gags, my whoopee cushions, my banana peels to Reno and joined the Muppet Tribute Band called the Muppets, but... I missed everyone so much. I know the feeling, Fozzie. I've missed the Muppets, too. That's why I'm very excited about seeing all of you together on the big screen again. I plan to be first in line at the box office, and on behalf of the entire Movie Attic Headquarters gang, thanks to the three of you for being our special guests today. And I know how busy you all are, so bye for now. Kermit, Miss Piggy, and Fozzie Bear, like all your fans, we can hardly wait to see The Muppets, your new film, which opens tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. What a treat oh, to have a visit from three of the most popular Muppets. And Now, I wish that they could have stayed longer. Of course, I'd like to thank Morgan and Danny for sharing their voice talents with us. And I want to ask each of them, what's the biggest challenge about doing voices for characters like the Muppets? Morgan, why don't you go first on that question? Um, probably the range of, you know, you have an established voice that is worldwide known. So duplicating that sound means duplicating the exact voice that the original person has. And um, it, because of the range of the character, sometimes it might take several takes to really get it to, to the where you really want it to be. Yes, I, I could imagine that that would be true. And you, you've done so many uh, voices. I remember the last time you you shared your voice talents with us. You you played Sebastian the Crab from The Little Mermaid. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> playing the crab. <laughs> the only thing is you didn't you didn't sing for us, so you you must have the same trouble I do with singing. Is that right? Well, carrying a note in a bucket is is about the best I can do, but it's going to have to be a pretty big bucket. <laughs> I know the feeling. So, but how about you, Danny? How um, what's the biggest challenge for you in doing voices for for characters like the Muppets? Oh my goodness, I struggled so hard with that one because Jim Henson does Miss Piggy so as a woman <laughs> your voice is already naturally too high to do it <laughs> and then oh. as far as as far as Morgan I agree with him the range I mean 
one person does so many Muppet voices. It's just, it amazes me that a person, one single person, can throw around their voice that much to set up a whole slew of characters. That's true, and uh, and of course the voices have been so great on the Muppets. I, I'm not sure who's doing Miss um, Piggy's voice now. I, I, uh, uh, Jim Henson passed away uh, right before uh, Muppet Christmas Carol came out, and I, I know Frank Oz has been associated with uh, with so many of the, the Muppets, so that might be um, someone that, that has uh, filled in as Miss Piggy. But I think you both did a great job, and I'm so proud of you, and thank you very, very much for all the time that you put into that. And, uh, and as the last uh, line in the Muppet song goes, I think you're sensational, inspirational, celebrational, and muppetational. So um, I, I don't think you're going to gonna quit your day jobs, though, are you? No, no, I don't see that happening. <laughs> but I know who to call on <laughs> for for voice talent. Now, I'd like to find out who are your favorite Muppet characters. Which uh, which is your favorite, uh, Danny? Pepe the King Prawn. Pepe the Prawn. You know, that's a very unusual choice. I don't think I've heard that from anyone, but... I love his voice a lot too, probably because it reminds me of uh, oh, Antonio Banderas. Be still, my heart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he really does sound like Antonio Banderas, and he's awfully cute. Morgan, which Muppet is your favorite? I probably would have to lean towards Fozzie Bear. He's um, he's such a dynamic. Um, scene stealer when he comes into the show I, I, you know the frog is good and everybody likes uh, Kermit and everything but uh, Fozzie Bear is definitely a scene stealer when he shows up so I, I kind of I lean towards the bear Fozzie the bear that's a good I think that's a good choice I really do like the the way that he always tries to be funny and tries to uh to tell these these silly jokes and <laughs> some of them that don't that don't come off very well and um I want to mention that um several of my friends uh email friends and facebook friends uh sent me their favorite characters and and I want to thank them all for for participating sharing the story lady uh picked the cookie monster and and uh Jane Bernard who was just on our show a couple of weeks ago, said that she's uh, she has fond memories of Big Bird and Oscar because we have to remember the Muppets were on Sesame Seed, uh, Sesame Seed, Sesame Street. <laughs> I think Sesame Seed was a character on that show. And then Jeff Roberts says that he likes all of the Muppet characters, but but and this is a quote I've heard. I look like animal when I wake up in the morning, and I consider that a compliment, unquote. <laughs> Jeffrey Chen <laughs> picks Kermit. He says that uh, he says he already loved frogs before he saw Kermit, and uh, his favorite color is green. And then Paul Bond picked, Con picked Gonzo. He says, I sympathize with him. Now, whatever that, that means, I'm, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to have to ask Paul about that. And then literary Coley Bernie picks of all people or all characters the Swedish chef and then put a little something in the Swedish chef's 
language, which I, I can't really pronounce, something like what in grabbing characters. So so I wish that, that I could get a voice <laughs> that could interpret that uh, to me. But I have to go with the fabulous diva, Miss Piggy. I really, really admire her uh, self-esteem, I, I think, and her attitude I, uh, of confidence. I think we we could all learn from her about that. And um, I was hoping that Nikki would get here uh, about this time because I'm I'm so curious to hear what her favorite Muppet character is. So so is um, is she in the chat yet, Morgan? Yeah, I'm showing Nikki in the chat room. She is here somewhere. Nikki, raise your hand for me. <laughs> and does she does she have a does she have a favorite Muppet character that she's her uh, Nikki's favorite Muppet character is. Come on, put it in the chat room. Raise your hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody is saying Mork. We don't have a Mork. I don't think so. No. <laughs> we could have, but we but we don't have. Are there any uh, other characters, favorite characters oh, being mentioned in the chat? Um, Jane Bernard likes Kermit. Says Kermit's cool. Um, yes. Let's see. Christmas uh, Jules likes the Muppets Christmas Together album with John Denver and Little Saint Nick. Um, run, run, reindeer. I think that's by the Beach Boys, but uh, Animal. there's a version by Animal as well. So, um, and uh, the Swedish Chef's getting a lot of. Uh, uh, she Nikki likes everybody. Everybody. No, uh. no. I was I suspected that, and so Mork then is what the Swedish is the Swedish chef's uh, talk. And okay, that's where we got, that makes sense. Where we got, that's where we got that. Well, uh, lots of characters to choose from, and, and thank you, Chatters, for for those excellent uh, contributions. But now uh, I wanted to turn to the Muppet movies, as Kermit mentioned. The last one, which was the Muppets from Space, hit the big screen 12 years ago. But they've made uh, other the other theatrical films. Uh, the first one was the Muppet movie back in 1979, the Great Muppet Caper in 81, the Muppets Take Manhattan in 84, the Muppets Christmas Carol in 1992, and Muppet Treasure Island in 1996. Which one of these films was the most entertaining for you, Morgan? Well, that's an easy one for me because I'm anything involved in space is going to get my attention right away. And the Muppets in Space was the perfect combination of a space film and, of course, the Muppets. So that was my favorite. Oh, that was a good one. I And it was Gonzo that got all of the attention or most of the attention in Muppets from Space because he was trying to find his extraterrestrial origins because we really have trouble figuring out what what Gonzo is. <laughs> so that movie was all about his uh you know, his roots, finding his roots and I I thought it was was very very well done. It was sort of uh, a Muppet Space resemblance of Lassie come home. 
Yes, I think that's a good way to, that's definitely a good way to explain what that particular movie was. And uh, Danny, I know you haven't seen as many of these movies as the, as uh, Morgan and I have, but do you have a favorite? Well, I just watched um, A Muppet Christmas, The Letters to Santa, and oh, watching yeah. that made me realize when I was little that I actually did watch the Muppet Christmas Carol, because I remember the two old men. Oh, yes. And so um, between those we, two, I only watched the Christmas ones, but hey, Christmas is good. <laughs> well, Christmas is good. The Muppets love to do to do uh, Christmas things. And um, you have seen at least the favorite of mine, which is a Muppet, the Muppet Christmas Carol. I, of course, I liked all of the Muppet movies, but The Muppet Christmas Carol was my favorite because Michael Caine was the best Scrooge ever, and, uh, of course, uh, Kermit was Bob Cratchit, Gonzo was Charles Dickens, (laughs) which I thought was hilarious that he was Charles Dickens, and (laughs) Michael Caine and the Muppets together I mean, they were they were so believable. Michael Caine just acted like he was doing Shakespeare during the whole during the whole time, and I I just it is actually my favorite version of Dickens is a Christmas Carol, and I I believe I've seen them all, so that was my favorite. But I have to mention a scene in the Great Muppet Caper, which is where the Muppets went to London. And uh, Charles Grodin played a played a big part in that too. But there was there was a scene with Miss Piggy dancing in a nightclub that I just thought was was just was just terrific. Of course, you know I like the scenes with the with the dancing. And you then might be I favoritism my, there, yeah, huh? Yeah, any anything you know with the dancing. And then Muppet Treasure Island, Tim Curry, the the guy from um, Rocky Horror Picture Show was was excellent in that and excellent with with the Muppets. So so I've enjoyed I didn't I I missed Miss Piggy in Muppet, Muppet Treasure Island because she wasn't in it in it that much. And by the way, um your Miss Piggy, Danny, had a bit of a British accent. <laughs> so how how do we <laughs> Can we explain well, that? Well, mentioned yeah, Miss Piggy is like as you had mentioned doing Vogue Paris. Well, she just recently got doing got done doing Vogue Britain. <laughs> so maybe that explains it. <laughs> yes, because she traveled all over the travels all over the world in this in this movie, uh, showing off her fashion sense. So. She must have gone to London, <laughs> so that's why. Oh, the pig will do her. anything to be on camera. <laughs> All right, Kermie. <laughs> that was a good one, yes. Oh, golly. Well, I really I really have enjoyed everything that they're doing, and I cannot wait to see this movie uh, that opens up tomorrow because it just it looks so cute. And, of course, the Muppets have been everywhere doing PR, uh, doing PR for it, and I think it's going to be a – a big uh, hit, but uh, let's move to the to the Muppet Show television series because that's where we all probably first got acquainted with uh, with the Muppets. And I'm wondering, 
because they had so many stars. We we talked about that a little bit before that were, were with the Muppets. People like Bob Hope and Peter Sellers and Cloris Leachman, Bernadette Peters, Julie Andrews, John Cleese, Steve Martin, and I had mentioned Madeline Kahn before. Uh, some of the stars didn't have as much rapport with the Muppets as, as others did. So I'm wondering, Morgan, as far as you uh, can tell, which stars did you think had the best rapport with the Muppets? Uh, two come to mind right off the bat, and they couldn't be more opposite polar people if they tried. One was Muhammad Ali, who um, actually interacted with the with the with the Muppets almost on a childlike level, and this is when he was heavyweight champion of the world. The other, of course, was Karen Carpenter, who fits so very very well with the Muppets around her singing, uh, sing, sing a song. And uh, the two were polar opposites as far as their personalities. But the the diversity and the capability that showed up when they were surrounded by the Muppets was uh, really dynamic to see and, and very interesting. And it showed a large range of capacity for this show and whoever was on there with them. Oh yes, I I really think those are those are excellent choices. Um, Danny, did you ever see any of the Muppet uh, shows on TV? No, but I do have a favorite person that I think works very well with the Muppets, and that's Whoopi Goldberg. And her and yeah. Miss Piggy just hit it off every time. Oh yes, and and um, was she in the letters to Santa with the Muppets? Yeah, she drove the taxi. Yeah, she drove the taxi in letters to Santa. But the reason that made me say that was, of course, Miss Piggy was on the View, and I got to watch that interview with the View cast and Miss Piggy, and evidently Whoopi and Miss Piggy have worked together a lot. Oh, they have. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I missed they that. Did, like, yeah, they did. They uh, would, well, Whoopi was talking about they did this dance show scene part of the movie, and they got to, between Whoopi and Miss Piggy, they wore over $100 million worth of diamonds. <gasps> wow. Tell me about I it. Would love to, yeah. I would love to. I would love to. I would love to have seen that. Well, uh, and, and Whoopi Goldberg and, and uh, Miss Piggy, they seem to just just kind of go go together. So I like I like that pick, and I I have so many uh, stars that I thought were were just like Muppets themselves, you know, when they were on the Muppet Show. And uh, the one that I can think of right off the top of my head would be uh, James Coburn, and of course he can be so serious. But they had him in a uh, in a scene with Animal, where were playing the drums, and that was hmm. one of the one of the most amazing what and hilarious. What an interesting concept! Yeah, the two of them. You wouldn't think of James Coburn and and Animal together, but that's not that, really. I thought no. they had they had great great rapport. And then when George Burns was on the uh, Muppet Show. I was very, very surprised at at the rapport he had with all the Muppets, and there was this one scene where George Burns sang, 
it all depends on you. And, you know, George Burns' voice is just, you know, kind of like, like mine, like a one note. But he has the, he has uh, just a, a special kind of, de- of delivery with the song. And he's singing that, It All Depends on You. And he's surrounded by a group of Muppets, and they're just spellbound with his singing. And it was just classic, classic Muppets and classic TV. And uh, the, the rapport that seemed to be going on there between George Burns and, and the Muppets was was just uh, delightful. And then, friend of our show, Cloris Leachman, was in a Muppet episode where she impersonated Jeanette McDonald. And you don't expect to see Cloris Leachman in this, you know, so ladylike uh, period costume, you know, like with <laughs> yeah. Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy, and she was hilarious. And then tiny little Bernadette Peters doing a dance with the, with the, I think Sweetums, you know, the huge Muppet, Sweetums, and two other huge Muppets, and and that was just. Absolutely wonderful. We we ought to talk about um, what we would like to see the, the Muppets in, another movie we would like to see see them in. For example, they made A Christmas Carol. That was from a literary classic. They made um, <coughs> Treasure Island. That was from a literary classic. Is there another literary classic that you would like to see the Muppets in, Morgan? Oh, absolutely. I'd love to see them do Moby Dick. <laughs> No. <laughs> I just think Kermit playing Ahab would be hysterical. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably pay money to see that. Well, what about what about the Muppets Gone with the Wind and, and Miss Piggy could play Scarlet? <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that would work and really Kermit, well. <laughs> Kermit could play. Scarlet, I don't give a damn. Or in this case, it would be... Frankly, Piggy, I don't give a damn. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, who could play uh, Leslie Howard's role, uh, Gonzo or or Fozzie? Fozzie, I think, would probably uh, fit that role pretty well. <laughs> I think that would be. I, I would pay good money, I think, to to see uh, to see those those. Books made into movies with uh, with the Muppets. Um, well, we're there running was a out question of in the chat room. So, oh yes, about uh, the two old men up in the balcony who were always, you know, like the show. I don't know. I slept through it. You know, they were called Bailey and Rumsford. Most people don't know their names. Oh, the names of Waldorf and who? What yeah, were their the names? two guys in the balcony. Yes, one was Waldorf, but what was the other one? Oh, I should know about that because I really thought they were they were so uh, so funny, and they added a lot to the a lot to the a lot to the show. Uh, because I just thought you they have were to great. have you have to have hecklers because and they were the perfect ones, you know. Yeah, even in the entry song, they had a, a little part which was kind of negative, and. Uh, they were funny in that too. So, because the Muppets were doing so much vaudeville and burlesque, naturally they had to have the hecklers. Absolutely. And, uh, and those those guys were great. Well, anything else from the chat? Uh, people adding anything about Muppet movies that they they enjoyed, or any other characters or Muppet episodes? 
Um, well, there no, we were all talking about the guys discussion. in the balcony, mostly. Yeah, Waldorf and Astoria, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's who they are. I'm going to have to check I, right For after. some reason, I thought they were Bailey and Rumsford. Well, we're going to have to check and, and find out. We're going to have to look that. that one up. I know, I know. Well, I think what I'm going to do now, because we had a lot of people that came in late and they didn't hear Miss Piggy and Kermit in their interview, so we're going to um, have a repeat performance of that interview and then we'll be closing the show. Welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters, Kermit. Thank you for inviting me. I heard this is a fun show, so I've been looking forward to being here. We do have a lot of fun here, and we're so glad you could join us, especially on the day before the opening of your new movie. We're hoping Miss Piggy will be here a little later. This must be an exciting time for all you Muppets. Yes, it's very exciting. You know, we haven't made a big screen movie for about 12 years, so we're all kind of nervous. Oh, Kermie, you know the excitement doesn't phase moi at all. I'm such a big star now. I simply let my fans adore me more. Hi, Miss Piggy. I wasn't expecting you so early in the show, but it's such a treat to meet you. Of course it is, dear. Hello, everyone. Kissy, kissy. And you don't look a bit older than in your last film. What's your secret? Now, it wouldn't be a secret if I told you, would it, dear? Don't you agree, Kermie? Oh, uh, I suppose you're right, Piggy. That's Miss Piggy to you, Frog. Well, Miss Piggy and Kermit, now that both of you are with us, I want to ask you some questions about your new film. Kermit, you've played some interesting characters in the Muppet movies, like Bob Cratchit and Captain Smollett. And you play yourself again, though, in the Muppets film opening tomorrow. I'm curious about which character you enjoy doing the most. I think me is my favorite part. Acting-wise, I really stretch to play me. And you do it so well, Kermit. But I understand you had to be quite dramatic in this new movie because you're trying to bring the Muppets back together to save the Muppet Theater. Is that right? Yes. For example, in one scene, I walk through the halls of the big mansion looking at portraits of my Muppet friends and missing them. It was very emotional, and I hope it proves those critics wrong who wrote things like The Frog Candy Moat. I'm sure glad I never wrote anything like that, Kermit. And Miss Piggy, I'm told you're playing a plus-size editor of Vogue Paris, and you get to show off your fashion sense with readers all over the world. How do you feel about that new role? Well, I'm sure no one but moi could play this high-powered, gorgeous scene-stealer. I actually saved the day and went Kermie's hen. Don't I, Kermie, dear? Oh, yeah, I uh, smell an Oscar, pig. Uh, I mean, Miss Piggy. Oh, Kermie, I smell it, too. Hey, 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 folks. There's more than drama and glamour in this new flick. Don't forget the comedy. Oh, my gosh, it's Fozzie Bear. I didn't know you could make it today, Fozzie. Thanks for dropping by. Someone had to liven things up, so here I am. Good for you, Fozzie. What were you doing before Kermit got you involved in his plans to save the Muppet Studio? Well, as you know, I live to make people laugh. So I took my stand-up act, my gags, my whoopee cushions, my banana peels to Reno and joined the Muppet Tribute Band. 
called the Lupets, but I missed everyone so much. I know the feeling, Fozzie. I've missed the Muppets, too. That's why I'm very excited about seeing all of you together on the big screen again. I plan to be first in line at the box office, and on behalf of the entire Movie Attic Headquarters gang, thanks to the three of you for being our special guests today. And I know how busy you all are. So bye for now, Kermit, Miss Piggy, and Fozzie Bear. Like all your fans, we can hardly wait to see The Muppets, your new film, which opens tomorrow. Thanks so much to Morgan and Danny for making, yeah, for making today's Muppet Mania so much fun. Special thanks to our chatters and other listeners for tuning in today. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Please come back next time for another lively discussion about movies. And in the meantime, don't you forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. This is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support and for featuring today's episode on the home page. We really appreciate it. That's all, folks. Have a very happy Thanksgiving, everyone.